Well, Dino, when we organised our guest coming up next, we were hoping we could talk about a St George Illawarra win against the Roosters yesterday. It looked good at half time, 14 12, Dragons in front, but the Roosters 54, Dragons 26. But he's still been good enough to join us on a Sunday morning. Anthony, good morning. How are you, Ray? Yeah, terrific. And, and thanks for coming on. We'll, no we'll, worries, mate. We'll cut straight to the chase. Momentum in sport, it's hard to stop. Is that what happened in the second half yesterday? Roosters just got on a roll and you just couldn't stop that momentum? Yeah, that's exactly what happened, mate. And they were too good for us. And unfortunately, we, um, you know, with 25 minutes to go, it was 20 all, and we mm. we sort of weathered a, a, an early storm in the second half. But um, yeah, I, they're just a, a very good side, and then we we weren't. Um, good enough defensively, you know, clearly uh, in that last 25 minutes. Hook, where's your season right now? I mean, where do you think you're at and are you where you think you should be? No, Bulldog, I thought, um, you know, we've we've been really happy with us up until, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, uh, we had a good win against South Sydney. We had a really tough win against Canberra and, you know, uh, we were sitting in the eight and um, you know, uh, the the group we've got uh, have been very, very good for long periods of the year. We we had a slow start, and then we I think we won seven out of ten in the middle of the year, and um, uh, we've just uh, obviously uh, got a couple of lessons the last couple of weeks, and um, we need to fight our way back. Mm. Uh, I know every week's important. Anthony, but next week, um, this could be season-defining at home against the Seagulls on Friday night. You're now a win out of the eight. The Eagles, Seagulls have jumped into the eight. Mate, use a cliche, um, this, this is such a huge game for the club. Yeah, yeah. this time of year, once you get past uh, Origin, yeah. they're, they're all big games. And um, uh, we need to... Uh, you know, uh, get over that pretty quickly and learn our lessons from uh, yesterday. Get ready for Friday night. It's a short turnaround. And short turnarounds are, are pretty good when you know when you ne- when you need to play again. You don't have to wait mm-hmm. too long, and I, I think that's an advantage for us. Uh, Manly were very good last night against uh, Newcastle, and so it should be it should be a good match. Anthony, like all New South Welshmen, I was giving the Blues a cheer on Wednesday night, but gee, I couldn't help but feel happy for Ben Hunt. He's mm. you know gone through a lot, and he gets a lot thrown at him from the media and fans. But it was just a great moment, even though it cost the Blues victory. But how did you feel when you saw him charging away to seal that game? Yeah, I was ecstatic, Bulldog. Um, like you know, uh, any Queenslander. Um, you know, we love watching our team play at uh, Lang Park or Suncorp Stadium. And um, I was at home with my family and we are all up on our feet. It was a fantastic game of football. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best games of football I've ever seen. And um, for it to finish that way and for Ben to, to have that, um, you know, the courage and I suppose the skill to make that play and win the, win the game, it, it was just a credit to him. He's a fantastic uh, leader, as I've said a few times this week, and a, and a great bloke. And, it's not easy to do what he did. It looked simple, but in in the moment and in the enormity of the series for him to, to have the courage to make that play and to read that play, um, it just shows you the, the quality of player he is. And, um, you know, uh, he kicked the 40-20 mm. about 15 or 20 minutes before that to get him the field position for Ponger's try, I think, as well. So he, he was... Um, 
yeah, it was fantastic. And as you say, uh, like uh, he has copped a lot over his his career, and, and I don't think he's deserved it. Um, he's he's been a very consistent player, and he's grown into one of the marquee halves of, of the NRL and one of the great leaders of the NRL. And um, even yesterday, he didn't need to play, but he showed up on Friday. I, I rang him Thursday and, and I gave him the option, but he showed up to train on Friday and. You know, didn't say a word, just got ready to play and was one of our best yesterday again. You know, he's been fantastic all season for the Dragons. Um, Tarek Sims' situation, can I ask you, Anthony, um, the club wants to keep him for the rest of the season. I think Dragon fans will be will be pleased with that because he, he's so important in this this uh, drive towards the finals. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he, he's uh, with us for the rest of the year and, and we've... Um, We've never entertained anything else. Um, uh, so, you know, he's got a, a contract with Melbourne next year, which, you know, will begin November 1. And um, he's been great for us, uh, you know, over the last month um, since he's moved into the lock position in the middle. So, um, yeah, that, that won't change. Hook, there was a... Excuse me. There was a fascinating moment yesterday in the game, and I just wouldn't mind getting your thoughts. Uh, Joey Manu got the ball and... Appeared to have a calf injury, and he almost went to ground. Grabbed his at his leg, and then he took off and beat a couple of players, and it led to a try. Some people thought it was funny. Some people thought it was gamesmanship. Some on social media thought it was not in the spirit in of the, the game. spirit of the game. Mm. Did you have an opinion on it? Yeah, I thought we should have tackled him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair enough. Nice easy answer. Nice easy answer. But you didn't have any problem with it in terms of sporting behaviour. No, no, not at all. I had a problem with it, but not not in not that, that one. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Anthony, about two months out from the finals now, and it, it as you said, every post Origin, every game is important for every club. Are the Panthers still the team to beat in your eyes? Yeah, they, they've earned that right. Uh, they. Um, uh, the, the, the question for them, obviously, is, is going to be the next seven weeks and they've had half their team play origin and it does take a lot of lot of it out of you um you know particularly when you know they're younger and they've done that before but they're defending premiers and and the heat will go up but um that that, that's the only question i mean on paper what they've done in the first 16 weeks of the competition they're, they're obviously clearly the best team in the competition and deserve their spot up the top but um yeah, a lot can change over the next, yeah. you know, uh, six weeks, and um, they they have to navigate that now. But um, you know, to win the competition, you're going to have to beat them. I think. Hook, you're a proud Queenslander from uh, Rockhampton. Mm-hmm. Uh, we down here in New South Wales get a bit fed up with we don't get Origin, you don't understand it, we do. Do you believe that Queensland understand Origin better than New South Wales? Well, I think I don't know about understand. It's just a different mentality, um, bulldog, and and I and I get that um, uh, people get frustrated when they hear that. But I, I mean, it's not a disrespect. It's just a different mentality. We grew up uh, Queensland rugby league fans, in particular, listening to you know, listening to the radio getting beat fifty nil, you know, uh, in in the seventies. And I remember with my brothers and my old man, you'd you get your hopes up every game thinking if only we could beat them, you know, and, and, and you never could. And, and when they were beating you with Arthur, 
Beaton and Rod Reddy and, and Kerry Boosted and those type of guys um, uh, was frustrating. So, uh, you know, New South Wales have never been through that. New South Wales are obviously very, very proud of their state, but there's this, um, there's this fabric within every Queenslander that's, um, that's just got, you know, that passion of, of uh, remembering those days and also being really proud of what we've been able to do since um, State of Origins begun. So it's not a disrespect for New South Wales and saying their jersey doesn't mean anything more, but there's a, there's a call to arms, whether you're a supporter or a player or or a politician or whatever, when it comes to State of Origin, when you're Queensland, and, and we're very proud of that. So mm. I know Joey got upset the other night, and he's very proud of his state, and, um, but it's certainly... Um, you know, something that I think makes State of Origin what it is, the fact mm. that Queensland have that, um, you know, that unconditional um, sort of love for their, their state and their jersey, and they're very passionate about it. Uh, Anthony, I've got family in Rockhampton. The cousins I don't hear from for weeks, but during Origin, trust me, me I get hammered on the, the text, but I, I love that. And I've, I've actually spoken to Dino about this a couple of times, and I love your thoughts, given you are from Rocky as well. I know the NRL are looking at expansions and et cetera and another team potentially in Queensland. I've told Dino, I think, knowing Rockhampton well, that could support an NRL side. Your views, Anthony? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's a region that's um, really rich in, mm. in rugby league, obviously growing up there. And I did a little bit of work for the CQ bit a few years ago um, between um, Broncos and Penrith. So mm-hmm. There was an enormous junior base there There's I think there's six or seven thousand juniors within the region, and, and it's um, it's all, it's all rugby league. Um, the 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 big issue with it is is the population base. Yeah. Um, you know, between itself and Gladstone, and then out to Emerald and, and Blackwater, you know, there there might be you know 150 200,000 people, which is similar to Newcastle and Townsville. Mm. Um, but certainly, it, it, you know, if if the NRL pulled the trigger and wanted to wanted to put a team there, it'd be well supported and and, and there's a there's an enormous um, industrial wealth within that area as well with you know with you know mining and gas and, and um as well you as know, cattle. Gladstone. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. cattle. Mm-hmm. It's the beef cattle of the world and, mm-hmm. and Gladstone Harbour. So there'd be enough corporate money to get behind it. It's it, um and and it's a great rugby league area. So, you know it, if they really wanted it to succeed, I've got no no doubt it would. The the um, the challenge, um, you know, would be convincing the NRL to sort of bite the bullet and and you know go there. Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. Hey, Anthony, really appreciate you coming on this morning. You could easily have pulled the pin after the loss yesterday. So look, thanks so much for all our Dragons supporters out there. Next Friday night's a huge game, and uh, let's hope you can turn it around against the Seagulls. Yeah, thanks, guys.